Welcome to the Beyond HAE podcast. You're listening to the stories of people affected by hereditary angioedema, an ultra-rare genetic condition. On this podcast series, you will hear from people with HAE, their family members, and their friends who gather around, open up, and share their stories. We want to give a huge thank you to the U.S. Hereditary Angioedema Association for supporting this youth-produced podcast. We hope today's story impacts you. Let's meet our host for today. Hi, everybody. My name is Jess, and today, as we celebrate HAE Youth Advocacy Month, we are excited to welcome three incredible young women to talk about how they got involved in HAE advocacy. First, I want to invite everybody to introduce yourselves. Um, if you could just tell us your name and where you're from and when you were diagnosed with HAE. Um, Allie, can I start with you? Um, hi, I'm Allie. I am 18 years old. Um, I'm from the suburbs of Chicago, and I was diagnosed with HAE at the age of 16. Great. Thanks, Allie. Uh, Morgan, let's jump over to you. Hi, my name is Morgan. I'm from Eastern Washington. I'm 24, and I was diagnosed with HAE when I was 12, even though I was pretty sure I had it my whole life because my mom has it as well. Yeah. Definitely something that uh, you learn with time, right? (laughs) Uh, Gabby, let's jump over to you. Hi, um, my name is Gabby. I'm 19 years old. I'm from Colorado. And my parents kept testing me when I was younger because um, they knew there was a 50-50 chance that I would um, have HAE. And so I was officially diagnosed at age 11. Okay. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for sharing your stories and opening up with us today. Um, But let's jump right in. So we want to learn more about each of your advocacy journeys. First, um, you guys have actually just completed a six-month internship period as an HAEA social media intern. Can you guys start off by telling us why you applied to become an intern? Um, Gabby, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, I wanted to uh, apply to be an intern because I really wanted to connect with the community um, and learn different ways of advocating through social media and the best ways to make it more effective. And um, yeah, I think I really learned a lot through connecting to our community and I think it was really um, an amazing experience overall. Good. I'm glad to hear it was so positive. Uh, Morgan, how about you? I decided to join because, like Gabby, I wanted to connect with the community, and I think I've really got that experience. I feel like a lot more entwined with the community, and I feel like it was just an awesome way to get closer with everyone and get to kind of see their experiences more firsthand. Yeah. I'm so glad that you got to um, really feel like that level of connection. I think that's so important and um, something that we really strive for with the internship. Um, Allie, how about you? Uh, Similar to both Gabby and Morgan, I applied because I didn't really know anyone with HAE prior to the internship. And so I really wanted to build that sense of community and build that, like, just meet other people that had uh, HAE because I didn't know anyone and that's really what the internship gave me it gave me a sense of community it gave me a way to reach out to other people and share what HAE is and create more awareness for it that's wonderful I'm really glad that you guys you know really formed some friendships and uh, people that you can lean on too Um, so Ali I want to ask you as well what type of things did you do as an intern As an intern, we created different social media posts that 
allowed us to advocate for the HA community through sharing stories of patients, caregivers, sharing information on HAE and what it is to make, to create awareness. And yeah, we just overall created awareness and community within social media. That's great. Yeah. Social media is amazing in the sense that, you know, we aren't able to see each other in person right now. Um, but it is lovely that we get to still connect with each other and, um, have that level of interaction that we normally wouldn't get to have. Um, Morgan, I want to ask you if the internship taught you anything about advocacy um, and did it teach you anything about yourself? It definitely taught me that like literally any bit of advocacy you do can have an impact. Like I feel like you might think, oh, I need to make this big splash. I need to do like this huge event or I need to make this huge impact, like have like as much people see what I'm doing as possible. Like there was a post I did where I feel like it didn't get like a ton of likes or anything, but I got like feedback on it that was really positive and that it actually did something. And that felt really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I I think you're so right. You know, you don't have to, you know, be holding a whole parade in order for it to be impactful. Um, so I'm really glad that, that you've seen that. And I think the little actions that we do every day really do make an impact, whether it's just, you know, sharing something that you see on social media or telling someone else um, about what you're experiencing with HIE. It's all really important. Do you remember what the post was, Morgan, that you were referring to? Yeah, the post that explained the three different types. That's awesome. So yeah, so it was like an educational tool then? Yes. That's wonderful. Yeah, so my grandma reached out to me and said that she didn't realize that there's three different types. That's after amazing. After she read, read that post and she wanted to know which one I had because she just thought there was just HAE. She didn't realize there's three different types. And that was so. able to start a conversation with your family member and, you know, a level of connection that you guys didn't have before. That's awesome. Yep. Okay. Um, Gabby, have you advocated for a cause using social media prior to becoming an intern? Um. I have before. It was definitely not as in-depth. Um, as I said before, I learned a lot more of effective ways to advocate um, and to really connect those like outreach um, initiatives. But um, I normally like make sure to post about things that are important to me, um, such as like sustainability efforts or racial justice, you know, allyship and community outreach or diversity efforts. Um, yeah, I think I just like try to reach out to to the people that are around me as well. And just if there's something that's important that's going on, just letting them know about that as well. Um, And I think even like connecting those like physical events that are happening to like your like social media as well has been um, pretty effective, you know, letting people know here's like something simple you can do um, to learn about this or to advocate for this as well. Um, And I think it's really effective. Yeah, that's awesome. Definitely using social media as like an educational tool or a way to spread that information is so important um, and something that you can really easily do with HAE. So I'm glad that you found that in other places, but you also can do this now with HAE as well. Um, Allie, I want to ask you too, why do you feel like it's important for young people to be involved in advocacy um, and specifically with that HAE advocacy? I think it's important for young people to be involved in advocacy because it gives them a voice. It gives them a sense of strength in a way. Like it gave me a way to just something that really meant a lot to me. And, and that gave me a 
voice and gave me something that I didn't have before. I'm really glad that you feel that way. And I think it speaks so highly also of you, Allie, because you were a previous intern before when you were still in high school. And so you weren't of the age yet to vote or really, you know, make big political change in the the voting sense, but you were still making a difference with advocacy by sharing that information and and really, you know, putting materials out there so people could know what's going on. Um, So I think that that's really great and something that you highlighted as to why young people need to be involved. I was going to say too, she made a really good point about giving young individuals a voice. Like we really are that next generation of individuals with HAE and we're on such a, a good kind of run with getting new therapies developed and, you know, having clinical trials out there. And we're the next generation that's going to keep that moving, advocating for people who are newly diagnosed or those who really aren't able to get medications or have effective treatment, we're the ones who are going to have to kind of pick up the the slack in a sense and, and get that moving still because it's even though people are on therapy and we have so many new therapies, we still have a lot of progress to be made. And we're really the, the individuals who are going to keep that progress moving. Absolutely, Hannah. I mean, it's it's so important for us to remember that, you know, Nothing is going to change if we aren't the ones to change it. So it's important for us to to take that action and be involved in advocacy for our own future and then the future of other generations. So Morgan, if someone out there is interested in HAE advocacy but doesn't know where to start, what advice would you give them? Well, assuming they probably follow the our youth page because I feel like we're always posting stuff that either is talking about events or just like showing other people advocating and it could give them ideas like those two kids who did the cookies for HAE. Mm -hmm. I thought that was awesome because it was like such a simple but great idea where it's like instead of doing like a lemonade stand in the summer, they did cookies and then they were promoting the fact that they were doing it for HAE and HAE research and just advocating for it. And it's like little things like that or even just like, you know, when you buy something from HAE, like one of the our shirts and just wearing it out, it's like you might not think of it as advocating, but someone could look at that and like not even talk to you, but like Google it and be like, oh, what is what's hereditary yeah. angioedema and learn something. Or someone might come up to you and be like, what's that about? And yeah. it gives you a chance to advocate for it. Yeah. And start a conversation and and teach them, you know, why it's important. That's so key. And I'm glad you recognize that Morgan, because it's the little actions, it's the little thing that we, things we can do every day that are really going to have an impact there. And I think she made a, a great point with the cookies for HAE fundraiser. I mean, advocacy doesn't have an age limit. Right. The two individuals who are hosting that cookies for HAE fundraiser, they were in, I think elementary school, right? They, yeah. Yeah, totally. They were like little babies. And I was like, look tiny. at them. And <laughs> I mean, that goes along the point with your um, the HA shop items. Like we have items as simple as a baby onesie that says, you know, HA advocate. So you can be really any age and still advocate for HAE or whatever cause you're passionate about. And it's just, you know, a simple means of, of finding ways that you can advocate. Yeah. 
Well, lastly, Gabby, I want to ask you, uh, what does HAE Youth Advocacy Month mean to you? Um, I think HAE Youth Advocacy Month means being able to encourage other youth to get involved and feel connected to um, our community. But I think it's also like on a smaller scale of like, you know, a lot of us who've had HAE, we've um, been in the hospital and we've been, you know, through a lot of different experiences that other people our age haven't experienced. And I think being able to recognize that and like help um, people who are younger go through that is really important because um, helps them feel not as alone and like as well as just like you know just really that community aspect Um, but from like a different angle of like I've experienced this as well and you know I think it's um, really important as well as encouraging people of course to advocate it's really helpful for a lot of people to be able to uh, see how that outreach can help. Absolutely. And it's something that's so important. And, you know, sharing those experiences is how we all connect on, you know, a global scale and making sure that people recognize that they aren't alone. We're all going through very similar things and it's hard, but you can get through it because other people have done it as well. And I'm so glad that you all are willing to share your stories with us tonight, ladies. This was such a wonderful conversation, and I'm so glad that you all participated in the internship and gained so much from it. If you all want to see the work that these wonderful ladies have done, go ahead and give HAEA Youth on Instagram a follow. We would love to see you there. And as well, thank you so much for listening. We would like to thank BioCrist for sponsoring this episode.